Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium just prior to the start of the second half with Garnet Valley leading Marple Newtown 7 to nothing. And before we get rolling, I'd like to remind everybody else whether it's halftime, end of game time, or snack time, only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event like this one, a work party, or for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Media, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here's Steve Scolari, Chris McSweeney, and Bob Herpin. Best in magnificent conditions here. Bob Herpin back with you for this call of the second half along with Steve Scaleri at the controls and Chris McSweeney. Well, Chris, this game has pretty much been everything we've expected front, right from the start. Low score, both teams using the ground attack to uh, pace their offense with a couple of key special teams uh, problems thrown in for either side. Yeah, pretty much the weather has been the ultimate player tonight so far, kind of hindering both teams. The one real play that stands out is the Garden Valley touchdown from Irving, a 15-yard run with two minutes left in the first quarter. But besides that, it's been pretty even throughout, kind of back and forth, to be honest. Well, one of the things the Garnet Valley did, they got stronger on offense, especially uh, pushing the Marple Newtown defense backwards for each uh, successive rushing attempt. And that's something that, frankly, the uh, the halftime is going to do the Tigers' defense uh, a solid there. They got a little bit of a rest as they were being pushed uh, around a little bit. But... The main thing to remember is it's only 7 nothing. Right, exactly. So it really hasn't been all that disappointing. And also Garnet Valley has had its share of uh, defensive miscues as well. as uh, on, I'd say, what, two of the four Marble Newtown possessions, the second Tigers half. have moved the ball Jump pretty well. Hands and come on out. Yeah, with the start of the second half, you have to understand if you're a Tigers fan that we are getting the ball first and we have a chance to score right away, you know. And we're only one play away from tying up this game. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether it's a two-yard rush up the middle to complete a 98-yard drive. Exactly. A uh, long, possibly a, a score on a kickoff. Yeah, you never know. Exactly right. As we are about set to start the third quarter in the second half of this homecoming contest. Yeah, you want your team to come out strong if you're the Tigers. Maybe a big special teams play again from Ryan White would be nice. This would be a nice time to kind of fire the team up. A wait, wet, damp night. It's kind of hard to get as motivated as maybe it would be just for a regular sunny, nice October night. So. And before this gets a little bit late, I'd like to congratulate kicker Adam Fender, homecoming king. Yeah. Although, unfortunately, because of the bad weather, he didn't get the big ceremony at, uh, at the 50-yard line as, as you usually get in, in other years. 
So Dan Hecke on for the kick. He approaches the ball. It is a high, spiraling end-over-end kick. Coming out of the white at the 15, across the 20, across the 25. He's up the middle. He's got a seam at the 35, across the 40. Finally dragged down right there. Really good job of just following his blockers right into the hole there. So there we go, Ryan White feeling his way once again with uh, an excellent job by the special teams blockers to seal off any and all attackers from either side and just to drive right up the middle. Real good start to the second half, Bob, which is what we talked about, coming out strong. 25-yard gain here on the kickoff. First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 40-yard line. As we are set to go for the second half of football under misty skies. Vince Cristiano once again alone, wide out, split wide to the left. Diagordi and Duffy in the backfield. It's a handoff to Duffy, he gets across the 40. Make a stutter step across the 45, and oh, he could have broken it one beyond midfield if it had not been for the Garden Valley tackler. Chris. Yeah, great tackle by Woods right there. Touchdown saving tackle almost, because uh, Duffy had that corner right there. You'd see nice that. Run. He was just gearing up to go in that third gear yep. for the break. Great tackle. We've seen on a rainy night, we've seen a lot of good tackling tonight, to be honest. A lot of touchdown saving tackles. Because they are, you don't know, uh, tackle around the waist, a guy breaks free, it's a game deciding play. But a tackle around the legs is guaranteed to go down. Nice first down play, though. Kinda Gain like of eight and a half, so second down and a long one. Diagordi, the blocking back. Two-man backfield once again. It's a fake handoff to Duffy. Goes the end around to Diagordi. Feels his way across midfield. He's got the first down across the 45. We have a penalty flag coming from the backfield. Another late flag here. To me, it looked good. But it is a hold. That's just unfortunate because Diagordi did a really good job of following his blockers there and getting first down yardage. Biggest, it would have been, once again, the biggest rushing play. That Holding on the offense. Ten-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Repeat, second down. That's twice now, Bob, that Diaguardi's had two plays on the outside cut back because of blocking, uh, because of illegal blocks and a hold. So we go from second and two to second down and... Further back, second and seven. Hopefully that five-yard penalty doesn't come back to haunt the Tigers. Christiana once again the wide out, split wide to the right this time. White in motion. That's a handoff to Duffy. He feels his way up the middle across the 45, stumbles across to the 47. So once again, he's close to the first down. Yeah, kind of getting back that five yards that we just lost on the last play right there. So it brings up a good manageable third down. Another good sign for the Marple Newtown offense. Forward motion. Third down and two. Coming up right here. Yeah, 47 Patel making the stop for the first time we've called his name tonight. Five foot nine, 185 senior. He's built like a tank, and he sure as heck looks like it. Very hard to escape. White and Duffy in the backfield. Christiana the lone wide out to the left. It's a pitch to the outside. The White he gets the first down. He took off like a bullet there, and he finally dragged down shy of the Garnet Valley 45. Yeah, he hit that hole real hard, as you say, like a bullet there, Bob. Really going in there. Woods was eventually making a stop on him, but finally a first down. The Tigers start to move the ball in this drive. Ball spotted at the 46 of Garnet Valley. Good to see the Tigers continue to do what they do well, which is run the ball with their three rushers, even though the penalty set them back. 9.52 remaining in third quarter. Marble Newtown got the ball back to start this second half, and they are driving. Diagordi and Duffy in the backfield. Straight pitch up the middle to Duffy. He breaks a tackle. It gets around a shirt. 
pull at the 40-yard line and finally dragged down there. Yeah, Eric Warden with a shirt pull there, but we're seeing here on this opening drive already the running backs getting through the linebackers a lot more than we saw in the first half, Bob. And you also see the Duffy there on two successive plays. He's really not even looking for the daylight. All yeah. he's trying to do is when he right there at the 40-yard line as he was getting his shirt pulled, he was backed up by three Garnet Valley defenders, but he was still looking to basically push that pile forward. Yep. Still always looking for the extra yards. He keeps his feet moving so well. It's an old cliche, but he really does do it well. Five-yard gain. So it is second down and five from the 41. Christian in once again as the wideout. It's a delayed pitch this time to Diagord. He tries to bounce off a man on the outside, and he's dragged down well behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Eric Warden from his linebacker position really snuffed that one out. Really tackled really well. So this time, it's it's plays like this are very blocker dependent. Right. And this time, Garnet Valley was able to get around that. Maybe a little hesitance also by the Tigers, because twice they've ran that play, and it's been called back twice, so maybe a little worried about their blocks getting called back. See, it is a loss. Again, there is some conjecture amongst the officials where exactly they're going to spot the ball. Where his backward progress, as it were, was stopped. Conference between the referees here, finally making a decision on the, where the ball should Head be Coach spotted. Ray Junta certainly has the ear of the, uh, the side judge. Now we have the ref running over to the Garnet Valley sideline. It's a very deliberate process amongst the officials tonight as it seems to be the way it's going in a very gloomy, rain-soaked, thankfully not wind-whipped rain-soaked night here at Harvey Stadium. Exactly. Eight and a half to go third quarter. Still can't figure out where exactly they're going to put the ball. We had an inadvertent whistle on the play. <clears throat> the choice is to repeat second down. So there we get the explanation that's, there, Bob. That's, that's very interesting. Yep. Inadvertent whistle. So they're saying the ball carrier wasn't down, but they blew the play dead, and they have to replay the down anyway. Let's see what the Tigers do here. Well, nothing yet, because I don't think anybody really knows on either sideline what in, in, uh, in God's green earth is happening right now. We certainly don't. It's third down. Wake up! Come on! It's third down. I mean, what are they doing? So we have executive producer Jim Alsman. His first time on the broadcast, unintentionally as it is, is it's really a total confusion here. Yeah, the referee baseball. is finally going to Junta again. Finally trying to figure out what exactly is the progression of downs here. So we're going to have a second and eight right now. It should be third down, but it is a second and eight. It's a handoff to Duffy. Sprints right up the middle, breaks a tackle, and gets the first down. After all that deliberation yeah, so right there for a first down. So that sort of negates any, any kind of... Uh, Problems arising from a play that's not a first down. Right. Jeremy Irving making the stop. Duffy once again off like a bullet on the snap. Yeah, really starting to get through the second level here, beating the linebackers, which was a problem in the first half. The linebackers were making the first stop. Duffy now unofficially 10, rushes 59 yards. 
starting to really pick it up on this drive here, Bob. He leads everybody on the ground as of now, as Warden only has 38 yards and Irving 35 for Granite Valley. In any case, first and 10 from the 33-yard line. It's a pitch once again to Duffy. He finds a little hole through up the middle. Now, but he faked it again. Ryan White. Far side that was absolutely the best fake this season. Duffy it looked like he had the ball at one point and was cradling it all the way up the middle, but White came off tackle and picked up another Tigers first down. Incredible. Yeah, once again, we're seeing that White being the big play guy and running outside. It's just that, that extra attention to detail and the crispness that is also fooling the Jaguars right now. 7.05 to go, third quarter. 7 nothing. Marple Newtown trails, but they are driving. And off to Duffy. He slashes his way across the 20, across the 15. Still on his feet, but finally wrestled down at the 12. Okay, number 32, Mike McGrath was the first guy there. The line has really stepped up their blocking here in the second half on this drive, Bob. It's, all, it's uh, as if there's a, a tank rolling through an a, a, a embankment of paper mache, pretty much. Yeah, they're just pushing them back really, really solidly. Gain of nine, second down and one. I feel like it would have been a nice spot to see inside the locker room. Some fires have been lit under all the players, I feel. That's right. Just because there's not a big crowd out here for various reasons doesn't mean you, you, you can't be uninspired. As Duffy goes right up the middle, we know he's got the first down. And we may have a goal-to-go situation here, a gain of three. Yeah, Eric Warden making the stop there, but another good, confident run by Duffy, following his blockers and making the yards he needs. Johnny Watkins coming in the game now and Diaguardi leaving. Christiana also coming in, so we may actually get to see a rollout. Yeah, with the first first and goal here, there's a lot of stuff you can do here, Bob. Been running the ball well, but maybe rolling Johnson out. You know he passes well on the run. Christiana wide to the right this time. Carl Kosarski in as a blocking back to the left. Two-man backfield once again, Duffy and White. It's a straight pitch to Duffy. He rumbles up the middle across the five. Getting ever closer. Yeah, kind of knocking on the door right now. Tigers really getting back to what we've seen in the past couple of weeks, Bob, with them really controlling the game, controlling the clock, and running at will, and setting up a good rhythm on the offensive side of the ball. And that's it. Again, it's, it's, it does wonders when you just – it doesn't matter whether it's 10 yards, 7 yards, or 2 yards, as long as there's forward motion every single play. Exactly. It tends to demoralize the defense, and once this, this wing tee gets into a rhythm, watch out. And we see the beginnings of this finally here, late in the third quarter. To hand off to Diaguardi, he's rudely interrupted, shy of the five-yard line by a pair of tacklers. Yeah, that linebacking core, Jeremy Irving, really the first guy there, but there was a couple of them that really made a great tackle on Diaguardi, stopping him right as he got there. Tried to shift way to the outside towards his near sideline from the left hash marks, but was completely unable to do so. This is a big third-down play right here. I think maybe you might roll... Johnson out. Jaguars defense has become pretty stout at the doorstep right here. Third and goal from the seven. Christiana once again the lone wide out split wide to the right. Guardian is a blocking back. White and Duffy the backfield. It's a fake pitch to Duffy to the outside to White. Maybe he gets back to the five. We don't know but it's nowhere near the end zone. Yeah Ryan Woods coming up from his safety position and making a stop there. So we might have the first appearance tonight. Of the homecoming king. They sent Johnson back out, so he might have to wait in his castle. Fourth down. It appears right now that the Tigers will go for it. 
crucial, crucial play. Possibly a game-changing play right here. Ball going to be spotted on the six-yard line. Four minutes left, third quarter. 7 nothing deficit for the Tigers. No wide receivers. Just under four minutes remaining. Diaguardi, a blocking back. Duffy and White. Johnson rolls out. He's going to keep it himself. He is across the five. And he's down to three, so they hold. Big stop by the Jaguars' defense. Garnet Valley holds. I don't know what Johnson saw, but it clearly by the end of that play was not what he saw at the start of it. I think that was a direct run the whole way. I didn't really. There was no wide receivers, like you said, on the set, Bob. And pretty much, it really wasn't there. It was well covered by the Jaguars' defense. We got a chance to pin in deep here, though, if you're the Tigers' defense. Exactly. That is the the one uh, additional psychological benefit here for the defense is that. The ball is spotted inside the five-yard line for Garnet Valley. And we've seen in inconsistent play from the special teams of Garnet Valley tonight also. So we got a two-wide receiver set. But it's a handoff up the middle of Warden. He gets across the five, maybe to the eight. There's TJ Fight on the stop there, number 64 for the Tigers. And we have our position... Here at the 50-yard line, it is a little bit difficult sometimes to see who exactly is coming up, especially with the numbers being scrunched together. The second of five. Far back inside the goal line. 3.15 to go third quarter. That's another handoff up the middle. Warden again appears to get the count. Nope. Yeah, Kelly was in on the tackle there, and also Gregory. And he was repelled backwards as soon as he hit the line of scrimmage. So let's see if he even gets any forward progress on that run. Yeah, it was good, good tackling by the defense right there. Really pounced but on the ball. It still is a very crucial third down play, third and short. It's a big call right here. We'll see if big they go play. in decoy with the three wide receivers set like they have. But no, they don't. It's White, it's Woods, and McInerney. Split wideouts. Looks for an option pitch. McHugh will take it, though. He gets the first down. And he is up across the 15, but no further. Uh, Gregory got through there and pretty much laid a hand on McHugh, disrupted the option play, which was the initial read, but McHugh was able to get away with that escapability and just cross the one yard for the first down. Right, Marcellus Irving, though, was trailing the play by about a yard and a half, which is not really exactly where you want to go with an option pitch. Right. As uh, Marple Lieutenant is very good at sealing off the outside, so McHugh did take it, and he got just enough for that first down. Ball spotted just over the 20-yard line. This time it's a handoff out the middle of the Warden. He gets across the 25, across the 30, another first down. Ryan first, number 43, making a tackle right there. So a big first down play, getting another first down there by Warden. And Garnet Valley not bowed at all by the fact that they had to wait a little bit offensively here in this second half. They're picking up right where they left off at the end of the second quarter, moving the ball well. Yeah, a lot tonight for the Jaguars of getting first downs on just one big play, 10 to 12 yards. Two wide receivers once again, two men in motion. And they fake it very well again, but this time the handoff is Warden still. 77, Christian Whiteside making the stop. Warden really does a good job of covering up that ball, Bob, once he, even though he has it. Kind of deceptive even though he does have the ball. And it's funny, it should be a little bit more... Uh, easy to see at this point because it's red numbers in a brown football mm -hmm. but sometimes yeah he does tuck that ball away in his chest and sometimes it's on his hip this time McHugh is looking for the option he does not have it takes it himself 
Tries to get up across the 40 on the far sideline, but does not. So it will be third down, and looks like it's about a long two or three coming up for Garnet Valley. Yeah, I think with his forward progress, just kind of falling over. He gained a yard. Kasarski and Kelly were in on the tackle there. Once again, trying to get that option going again. And still no real success. Only a couple of plays, and it really worked for the Jaguars. And they did give him forward progress to the 40, so we have third down and one. Second one on this drive. As we will have maybe one, two plays left here in this third quarter. Time ticking away very quickly. White the lone wide out, split wide to the right. And off to Warden. He does get the first down. Jaguars just continuing to really punish the ball. It's getting a little bit relentless at this point. Yep. First coming up and making a good stop. And a couple Tigers players bending over on their knees. They're a little tired. If they do get winded because the Marple Newtown defense, uh, the defensive line and the, and the secondary, they hit very hard. Right. So if you're going to go three yards for a first down, you're going you're gonna to feel it, certainly. So we'll see how that accumulation of hits plays out over this final quarter as we have the final play of this third quarter coming up. McHugh under center. He rolls. He's looking for the option pitch. Does not have it. He's hit rudely at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, TJ Fight with a real big hit on the quarterback But unfortunately, right I think he maybe fell forward on the hit two yards. Yep. So with that, we will come to the end of the third quarter. Garnet Valley driving, holding on to a slim 7-0 lead here at Harry Harvey Stadium. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. I was trying to find my way along, but all I heard was a drone bouncing off a sand. 